Today we're talking about prayer. And if you listen to our podcast in our previous episodes before we had the channel or even now, um, we always take things back to prayer, right? And so um, we're going to talk about prayer today. Um, Leonard, share the importance of prayer in your life in general. Well, it's always important because a person who doesn't pray is a person who thinks they have it all under control. So prayer is first an admission that you don't have it all, like you need God, right? Mm -hmm. And secondly, um, when you pray, not only does it show that you need God, but you get God, right? When you pray, you say stuff to God and God says stuff back. Mm -hmm. You're able to do the things that he said. So it's important to pray because if you don't pray, you won't hear God. That's true. And the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. We should continuously pray. So that doesn't mean like you have to set aside 20 hours in your 24 hour day to pray all day. But it means like throughout your day, we should be throughout our days. We should be talking to God. We should be asking him questions. We should be asking for guidance, for his um, leading, for us to make the right decisions. Whenever there's decisions, we should be seeking God Mm -hmm. in those things so that we can make sure that we're being led by him. And prayer, of course, is how we do that. That's how we talk to God. That's how we communicate. But when we're praying, um, and I've been guilty of this before too, it's not just dialogue one way. Like sometimes we have to be quiet and listen and see like what God's revealing to us or telling us, or if he's, you know, showed us something, um, Mm -hmm. recognizing it. Yeah. I would say that the quiet part of prayer is probably the most important part. Because when you're telling God stuff, you're telling God stuff he already knows. Right. right? He, he, he ain't no secrets. He, he knows what's on your heart. He knows what's on your mind. That's an opportunity for you to get it off your chest. He already knows it. So the part where you're listening, you're in a quiet space and able to hear him, that's more important than the actual words you're saying. Yeah. And I think it's important to bring everything to God, though, because what it does is it establishes and builds a relationship and it helps you to really get closer to God. So, of course, reading your word is a way to do that fasting um, and praying. And so all those things coupled together, it is it it causes us, it allows us to really like step back and hear what God's unctioning us to do when we listen, not only because, you know, there's like requests that we have and things that we want to work out a certain way, or we're like, okay, God, I'm dealing with this, like, but your will be done, whatever we're praying and asking God for, or bringing before him. And, um, you know, like the people that we're lifting up to him or the situations or whatever, we're one, we're giving it to God and we're saying, okay, God, I'm not in control. God, I don't have it all. Um, you know, everything, uh, mapped out or I don't know how it should work, or I think I do, but I I really want your will. But then sometimes we have to shut up and let him speak. Mm -hmm. And I've been guilty of like talking, 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 because I'm a talker. And, um, you know, I've been guilty of doing that with God. And so a lot of the times, because like my drive home takes a while to and from work, I'll just be praying and then I'll try to be quiet and listen and say, okay, God speak and try to listen and hear if he's telling me anything. Um, Sometimes something will drop in my spirit. I'll have a thought all of a sudden. And then I'll, if it's contrary to the word of God, then I know it's not him. But if it's in alignment with what God's, what God says in his word Um, or something that has been in my spirit, but like, I don't know if it it hasn't been confirmed yet, but then like, I hear that or, um, just different ways, you know, but being silent and putting time in your prayer to listen, um, just like dialogue with a person, um, it's no different with God. Like you speak and you listen, you speak Mm -hmm. and you listen. So also just like dialogue with a person, there's no particular way that you have to pray. Like, I, I think that sometimes um, 
you know, people who may have grown up in the church maybe have given a disservice in this area because you go there and then you hear the, the people praying and it's always a certain, not always, but sometimes a certain type of prayer sounds a certain type of way. Your prayer doesn't have to sound like that. Mm-hmm. It's simply having a conversation with God, telling them what's on your heart and hearing what's on his. Yeah, it's true. Um, I know sometimes when um, we visit churches or whatever, I notice that the environment dictates how the people pray. Like, for example, um, everybody in the service prays exactly the same way. Um, and that's okay. However, don't feel confined to a particular style or type of way that you're supposed to pray. Like I know in the word, they give us models. There's models of prayer, you know, and it says pray like this. Um, but ultimately we want God's will to be done, but it's like a conversation. So it's like, okay, when I'm praying and I'm talking to God, I'm like, God, what is going on? Like, I don't understand. And I talk to him like, he's right there. Or if we're on a phone call and I'm like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like I just, he's my dad and I just want to know what he has for me. And if I don't understand something, like I'm going to ask him, I don't feel like there's anything that's too big or too little for God because everything's small to him, you know? So if you're bringing anything before him and it's placed on your heart and it's important to you, then because you're important to God, it's important. I think that's like in our relationships, right? With our um, spouse or even our children or friends and family. Um, Sometimes there's situations that to you may not be a big deal, but to your child, it's a huge deal or to your spouse, it's a big deal. And so because you care about them and you love them because it matters to them, it matters. Right. And so um, God knows that every situation that comes about, he's in control. He can handle it. It's not too big for him, but sometimes we don't recognize or remember how big God really is. And those things get to us and they're heavy on us and we take them before God and they're like pressing on us and God cares about us. Mm -hmm. And he wants us to know that he's God Mm -hmm. and that he wants our obedience and he wants us to trust him and um, give our problems and our situations to him so that he can move. He doesn't need us to do that in order for him to do that. However, I believe it builds character in us and it helps build our trust for him when we can really be like, God's going to come through because he always does. Mm -hmm. Right. And how do you build relationships with individuals? Yeah. You talk to them. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, it's not any different with God. Yeah. He says, cast your cares upon me because Mm -hmm. I care for you. Mm-hmm. So the prayer is you really giving it to God, yeah. whatever it is. And I know it's so hard to do that at times. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to give a situation. It's not even like, I don't think, I don't know if we think about it all the time. Like if we think like, Lord, um, I don't think you got this. I don't think we think that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe our actions show that our stress, our stress shows that our worry shows that, and we don't even realize we do it. It like creeps up on us, Mm -hmm. right? Like that stress and worry and doubt. And it's like, man, every time I've ever been in a deep situation, God's always brought me through. Mm -hmm. There's never been one thing that God's just left me in and I'm still in, or if I'm in, I know that I'm going through it and Mm -hmm. God's with me in it. Um, I've never just been left in a situation. And I sometimes have to remind myself that, or when I'm praying about something, or if I start feeling worried, I have to cast my cares on him Mm -hmm. and know that he's able to take it on and he's willing and he wants it. And he's just like, okay, give it to me. Why, why are you holding on so tight? And as soon as I release it to him, it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I have peace. I feel better. My joy is restored, like everything. But it's when I try to take it on myself and try to be in control of the situation. You're not built for that. And we're not built for that. 
God mm-hmm. knew exactly what he was doing when he designed us. He knew that he was purposing us for these things that within our own power, of course, we can't do. But I feel like sometimes we try. A lot of the times I try, you know, and I have to always bring it back. And that's why it's important to talk to God because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, why are you even, he'll drop in my spirit. Like, girl, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if he's talking like that to me or if he's like translating to me. So he talk I'm to you like, how you hear it. Cause I hear it like that sometimes it's like, what are you doing? Or, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah. So I'm a, I'm a quote a scripture. Okay. I'm going to misquote it. It's okay. Uh, so jump well, in there. it's not, okay. well, no, no, I'm a paraphrase it. Okay. Uh, but I'm counting <laughs> on you to jump in there. Uh, we'll see. It, the Bible says be anxious for nothing, mm-hmm. but by prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. So, uh, so in other words, don't be stressing out. Right. Pray. Right. Don't stress, but pray. Yeah. And it doesn't just happen because you read the scripture and it says that it's something that takes practice, just like discipline. You know, me and Leonard are working on discipline. We're working on setting these goals that we feel that are necessary for us to get to the next level and whatever it is that we're doing, the things that we feel placed on our heart to operate in. And it is a practice and a practice means even like doctors, right? Like they're practicing. I mean, you know, sometimes people go to them and think that they know everything they're practicing. Mm -hmm. I work with providers. Nobody knows it all. Um, they still are looking stuff up. They're still figuring it out as they go along. Kids think parents have it all together. Sometimes they think their parents should know better. Let me give you a little, uh, truth. We are regular people like everybody else. When I was young, I would look to my parents and think like, they're the parents. They should know. However, they are regular people trying to figure it out as we go along. And I don't know if anybody is exempt from that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we need to pray. We need to make our requests known to God and know that he is the only one who does have it figured out. And if we trust him, even if we don't, if we have doubts there, give those to him too, because he can handle it. It doesn't hurt God's feelings. If we're coming to him because we're mad, because we're bothered, because we're angry, worried, have fear, doubt, whatever. But if we know that no matter what is on us, we can give it to him and he can handle it. Then it's like, okay, I trust you. I trust mm-hmm. you with everything. You got it. Here, take this. I don't even want it. Yeah. Yeah. When you said, uh, when you said the parents were we regular people, made me think uh, back in the day, we used to believe our dad could fix anything. You did? Like, oh. you mean like around the house? Around the house. Your dad? My, I wouldn't. First no, of all, I don't can't do believe that to my dad. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Your dad is the type of person who will pay someone to fix something. Yes. But I back wouldn't. in the day, we, uh-huh. I mean, all he used to do was unplug it and plug it back in and he used to work. Um, but he, we used to believe he could fix anything. And then when you talk about how parents are regular people, it, I mean, it just makes sense because now growing up, I'm like, man, you know, you can't really fix nothing. <laughs> we love you, though. Know? Um, but God, mm-hmm. God is the father who could fix anything. Yeah. You better say that. Huh? Huh? <laughs> See, I, full circle on that. Yeah. yeah. But he is. You it's know what I'm saying? You give him, he could fix it. It's true. And I don't know why we hold on to things so tight. It's like we forget. Is it are like, are we out of. We're not built, we're not in our prayer or in our word or what is it to why we like pull it back? Like whenever there's something that we're dealing with and we're like tripping and stressing out, like mm-hmm. we just forget. I think it's because we don't look at how the physical works alongside of the spiritual. Okay. Right. Because God is a spirit, right? But he's, he's above that, right? He he can say things in the spirit and make it be reality. Yeah. That to be like, there's light. Mm-hmm. Right. So when God because he's a spirit and things are physical and we're dealing with physical things, sometimes we don't connect the two until we actually see the results. Yeah. I hear you. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, it makes sense because 
there's a lot of times and I'm like, and I have to remind myself, but that's okay. As long as I'm reminding myself um, where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going on. And then I'll feel anxiousness like rising up in me. I'm like, whoa, mm -hmm. Lord, who is this? Like, what's going on here? This is not of you. Um, remove any doubt that I may have. I trust you. You've never left me. You never, you'll never leave me or forsake me. Mm -hmm. You got me. You always bring me through. This is no different. Every single time. And I'll just keep going, keep going, keep going and, and reiterating how God always brings me through mm -hmm. and throwing some scripture up in there. And mm -hmm. then peace is restored. It comes back to me. And then like down the line, something else will happen. I'm in the same situation. It just, it's like a cycle, yeah. but why? Like, I just want to be like, God's got it. And sometimes that is the situation, but sometimes it's not. And sometimes it's for things that aren't even a big deal. Mm -hmm. It's like stuff that is like, we have to constantly remind ourselves. And I think that's where prayer without ceasing comes in, right? Mm -hmm. Is because it's a constant practice. This is a constant work. It's not like we just have it all together. Oh, we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and we believe him. So now there's no work to be done. Mm -hmm. Just like in a marriage, when you get married to somebody, yeah, we love each other and yeah, it takes work, but you don't ever just have it all and don't have to put in the work to make it happen, right? right. You have to keep it going. You have to continue to put in work without ceasing so that it does work out. Yeah. When you're, when you're talking something came to me is sometimes the lesson is in the stressing and that's not come on huh? okay. that's not to say that God wants you to stress because he doesn't but what it is to say is that when you stress over something and you realize you can give that thing you stressed over to God when something else comes along you've learned that lesson already or maybe God does want you to stress sometimes because he's like look this is a this is you not following my will or my word or you're not trusting me the way that you should be or this is you trying to be in control of a situation that you have no control over, mm -hmm. or let's see how it works out because you've, you've got it right. You're mm -hmm. handling this yourself. So God is probably like, yeah, you need to stress out. You need to be worried. You need to have this fear because you're not giving it to me. And this is the result of you trying to do it on your own. Mm -hmm. And so maybe he wants us to have, I think that's why our body reacts the way that it does. Mm -hmm. Right. And when we're stressing, what does that do to your body? It like messes you up. It makes you sick. It you bring out your hair, make your hair fall out, mm -hmm. make your body like react. Make, you gain, ways. Weight make you gain weight. Just Ain't that the devil? It is the devil. <laughs> and, but we allow it to happen. Mm. You know, I guess sometimes we're giving the devil credit that don't, he's, he doesn't even deserve because we're doing it to ourselves. Yeah. He can influence us, but we're the ones who put in the work. So we have to do better with that. Um, God is a good God and everything like he's built us. He's, he's built us as resilient beings. We just need to give him the glory and give him our concerns and give him our worries. Right. Mm -hmm. We need to trust him and we need to speak to him. We need to know that if we are speaking to him, he is listening to mm -hmm. us. Um, even when we're praying and we're praying amiss, he, I believe he hears us. He's I mean, amiss. is, Oh, thank you. Right, even when you. we're praying amiss, meaning we're praying like off of his will, not in alignment with what he has for us. I think he still hears us, but sometimes the answer is no. Mm. And sometimes we'll be praying for something and the answer is not right now. And I think it's on, I believe that God knows he's like, look, this is something. Okay. Here's an example. I believe that God shows us things that are down the line and he'll reveal it to us now or you know, in the past or whatever, he's shown us something. And because he showed it to us, we'll be like Abraham and mm -hmm. we'll try to make it work. And if you guys aren't aware, then, um, Abraham, he was Abram and then God changed his name to Abraham. And he spoke to him and told him that 
he would have a son, he would have a child and he would be a father of many nations and just so many things that would happen through Isaac. And Abraham was so old and his wife was old and um, it, she was like past the age of bearing children. And so God told him it would happen. He didn't give a timeline and God be doing that. Mm -hmm. He'd be, he'd be sharing story. He'd be telling us of something that's going to happen. He doesn't give a timeline of when it's going to happen. But I mean, to me, that's like God, sometimes he can do that. Well, he can always do whatever he wants, but sometimes he'll give a timeline. He'll be like this time next year or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's a lot of information that I feel that he's revealed to me, but there's no timeline. Like I have no idea when it's going to come to pass, but he always comes through for one. Mm -hmm. And there's, if there's a, if there's something that he told me that didn't happen yet, I know it's going to happen because God is not like man where he should lie. Mm -hmm. He keeps his word. And if he says it, it's happening. Every promise that Jesus Christ came and shared has been, is, is being fulfilled or has been fulfilled. Like he, it's not a game with God. He doesn't play with his word. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, Amen. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Abraham, so, um, Abraham and Sarai, whose name was changed to Sarah. I mean, so Sarah, so Sarai, like yeah. Mm -hmm. Changed. Okay. So, um, they had a put to plan a plan together because it was taking too long. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we're going, we're going, you're going to have this baby. She was all up in it. And she was in the promise. <laughs> she was changing how things were going to work out. And he went along with it as the head. It mm -hmm. was interesting. Right. And so more to come about so, that later. So in other words, God, they were like, God said it. So we're going to make it happen. And I think a lot of the times we do that where we're like, well, God said it. So how do I make this happen? Mm -hmm. An example is years and years and years ago, um, God placed something on my heart. He allowed me to speak at a women's event. And when I did that, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like this is something that God has revealed that is this is my lane. Like, this is what I've been created to do. This is a piece of, you know, my purpose. And in it, I just felt like this is where I'm supposed to be. And this like doing. And so I was like, okay, well, what is coming to pass for this to happen? And nothing was coming. I was invited to speak at another event or, you know, do little different things. But I was like, okay, I feel God is leading me to do this, like to do like Bible chats or to do this. And so I would do it. But I was like, well, if he told me I'm supposed to speak or do this, why is it not happening? And then I would try to like look into things and stuff, but nothing was opening. So I just have to be obedient to God and say, okay, this is something that you've told me is coming to pass. So I just have to stand on your word and trust you that it will and leave it at that. I'm not saying don't prepare yourself and don't put in work because I believe we should do that. We should be ready. Um, back in season, in, not a season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it was a song. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's true if we stay ready. So if you know that that's something that God is calling you to prepare yourself. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I do think it's twofold because yeah, if God said it, you do need to prepare and mm -hmm. be ready for it. Um, but the problem that, uh, that Abraham had is that he didn't pray first. Because if he would have prayed, then God would have told him what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Right. So I think that I, there's nothing wrong with putting the work behind getting where God told you to go, but pray first to make sure that that work is not in vain. Right. Or because um. So okay. So back to the story, and then I'll get to a situation that we've experienced. Um. So Abraham, mm -hmm. um, and his wife, they decided to um, get one of his maidservants and have a baby because then that's how they're going to do it because they didn't know how it was going to happen. And so um, although they had a child, him and Hagar, right? Mm -hmm. Had a child. Um, 
that wasn't the promised child. It was Isaac who would come through his wife and Sarah was the one who was supposed to bear that child. So when the promised child came, the one that they, the one that they manufactured on their own was kind of pushed out. I mean, he was still blessed by God because it was, it was Abraham's son, but it wasn't the will, the perfect will of God. It wasn't what God had said was going to happen. He made his own answer, right? Mm -hmm. He knew that God said something. He was like, well, I'm going to manufacture it and make it happen. And then when it came down to it, that wasn't, that was him doing his own thing, trying to be in control of the situation or rush God. God's like, I'm not about to be rushed. It's happening how I said it's going to happen. And then it did. And then it was kind of a mess because of it. Um, and I think we do that in our life. Mm -hmm. God will give us, a, he'll give us a promise or he'll tell us something. And because we don't know all the steps, because God doesn't always do that. It takes faith. Sometimes a lot of the time it takes faith to get to that promise. It takes stepping out when God reveals something, it takes obedience and listening. God will show us the big picture. And then we can hold on to that and know that this is the big picture. This is what's coming. You know, there's some hope there, but then, um, I was watching, um, uh, a YouTube, uh, episode, like, I think it was John Bevere. And he said, sometimes you go from point A to point B. This is, this is where you're supposed to go. You're starting here and you're supposed to get to point B. And God is like, this is where you're going. And you're like, Ooh, I wish it did start like a, and it was a straight line to point B. This will be a, this is what God said. And then sometimes that route to get there, will be like, up, oh, down here, here, up, oh, let me go back straight, 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 step, step, almost turn around. Like it's not a clear straight mm -hmm. path. And I wish a lot of the times that God would just be like, essence, this is what I have for you to do. Okay. You need to do A, B, C, D, and then you get there. But well, no, I was going to say, yeah, and it's mm -hmm. true. And I think that as, as people, we do wish about that straight line, mm -hmm. but the thing is all this right here in the middle helps you to appreciate this and build a lot character. more and build character mm -hmm. and make sure you're able to sustain where mm -hmm. God has you at. Yeah. Because if you went straight from point A to point B, you may not be able to maintain or keep whatever it is that is that point B, you know? And that's why we have to pray. And mm -hmm. so we know what steps to take next and we know how to trust God. And we know that these things within me are not characteristics of Christ. And I have to really hone those things in and be um, molded by God and pruned by God so that I can be a picture of him and handle the blessings that he has for me. You know what it makes me think of when you're talking about how uh, sometimes we'll try to do the work to help God out. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I grew up playing dominoes, right? And when playing dominoes is, yeah, you know, five plus five, you get the tens, all that kind of stuff. But what you learn when you become a dominologist, like I am, uh, we, we say something called all money and good money. Mm -hmm. In other words, right now I can score a whole lot of points, but I, it might not be beneficial to get to that end result if I were to do that right now. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you have to pass up on some works that you think are good to get to where you need to go because all money and good money. And, you know, um, sometimes we have we think that we know something is good because in appearance it is good. Like, um, let me help somebody out because I have the funds and I or I have the the um, whatever it is to help them. Mm -hmm. And so I should do it just because I have it. When sometimes God is like, I never told you to do that. And right now I need them to be in a struggle phase mm. and you're making it easy for them. So now I have to take them back 
to where I needed them to be to get mm -hmm. the lesson they needed. And now you're also going to be hindered because you weren't being obedient to mm -hmm. what I called you to do. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important to pray because we'll be all up outside of God's will when we should be praying first and saving ourselves the trouble. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to go through anybody's struggle with them if it's not my call to do because I'm in my own will and mm -hmm. not God's will. Like I want to be obedient to him. But um, one of the questions I had is, why is it that we'll pray to God for something and then he'll answer and then we don't believe it? Believe it's him. Why do you think that happens, boo? Um, because we have our own minds, right? Which we shouldn't. We should have the mind of Christ, but yet and still we, we do have our own minds. We're human beings. We're not perfect. We, he is perfecting us. Mm -hmm. So I think that sometimes um, we can hear him and because because he doesn't, I mean, he does do this. He hasn't done it to me, though. Sometimes he can speak audibly. Um, but we have you heard him audibly before? I hear him in my voice, so no. So very rarely does he speak or audibly. Because you know. if he was to say something to you, he was like, Essence, I say unto thee, do it thou. You go do it thou. If what he talk you? like that, I don't know if he talk like that to me, <laughs> but I mean, I'm saying. But I'm saying, though, but if he said something audibly to you, then you're doing it immediately. Because what happens is, again, because he's a spirit, sometimes we we can hear him, but then we start second guessing. Uh, was that him? Was or was that me? Um, like, what was it? You know what I mean? Because we, it's always going to be that little bit, and that's that's where faith comes in, in prayer. Because if you are praying about it, you're going to know what he's saying to you. It's going to align with what you prayed about. Uh, it's going to it's going to connect with it. If you're not praying, you're going to miss that whole section of it. Okay, so this brings me to um, a situation that kind of falls into this. So there was this place I was dropped in my spirit, and I felt like um, I was being led. Um, by God for like moving or going to this place. And I was like, what, why do I keep thinking about this? Lord, is that what you're trying to say? Um, is it really you? And we like, it's just something that we kept thinking. I kept thinking about, kept dropping in my spirit. I kept looking up, whatever the situation was, blah, blah, blah. Came, kept doing it. And then one day, and it wasn't that long ago, I was praying and I was like, God, is this what you want for us? Like, how will I know if this is really you or if it's me? Cause I don't know anybody in this place. Like, is this what you have for our family? And so when I was praying, I was like, okay, Lord, this is how I'll know. Like, I'm just going to be quiet about it. Okay. And I'm going to um, be obedient and I'm going to listen and we're going to leave it at that. So I was like, okay, if Leonard says, I've been thinking about this place, um, then I'll know God that that's when I need to, I'm going to, no, I said, I'm going to start looking for jobs there. If Leonard says this phrase to me, I'll know. I'm not going to bring it up to him or anything. So um, a couple days have passed, maybe like the third or fourth day, Leonard and I were talking and he goes, I've been thinking about this place. And I was like, what about this place? And he was like moving there. And I was like, and I was like, okay, well, I guess. And then I told Leonard what happened. I was like, I need to start looking for jobs there. And then like maybe, so we, you know, we're looking and all this. And as I'm looking, I just, within me, I'm like, I feel like a, if it happens, I believe God did say it, but one, was it really him? You know, then I start questioning. Um, I think I felt like, would God just do that? Which I know he would, because he can. And I gave him a very specific, it was very specific request. Like, Lord, if this is you, show me this, which he doesn't need to do any of that. But it was like to the T and it's not like anybody heard me. I was by myself and I was praying in my head and I felt that um, God told me that this is what it is through 
how things played out. And so after that, like Leonard and I were talking and of course fear came over me just like I was scared, like, wow. And then another thing was like, I'm not ready to really uproot this life that we currently have to go somewhere else. But then I felt like it lifted, like whatever it was that had me feeling like it was time to go there, it was removed. And then in that, that day, I was not that same day, but like days later, um, I was praying and I was like, Lord, like, I want to be obedient to you. So if you say go, we're going to go like if that's what you have, because you've revealed it. Um, And Leonard was feeling the same way. And I was like, but then I felt like it lifted. I had no desire anymore. I felt like I just felt like we were where we were supposed to be in that current in this current moment of our life. And um, I had prayed and what I heard drop in my spirit through prayer when I was asking about that and saying, like, why do I not feel led? Why do I feel like we're, I'm content with where I'm at right now? And I felt that God said, when the time is right, you'll know. So which goes back to prayer, because I heard God gave me exactly what I asked for with the request of showing me if this is something that we should do, but he didn't give me a timing on it. And then he lifted it from my spirit or desire. And that same day after I believe God dropped in my spirit, when the time is right, you'll know Leonard and I were talking on the phone. Like we were probably driving the, from work that the end of the day. And he was like, you know, I just felt like it lifted from my spirit. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I told him like, you know, I was praying and God said, when the timing is right, we'll know right now. I feel like we're where we're supposed to be, but when it's time for us, we just have to know that it's him because he already spoke to us. Right. All that to say that. So, um, sometimes God will reveal something to us. And then like, I don't like how my reaction was like, Oh no, I'm scared. But then I think God knows what he's doing and he knows who he's talking to. And he, he gives us certain feelings and desires and Mm -hmm. stuff. And sometimes he'll be like, look, I told you this, but the time is not right now. Yeah. He also knows that we would have done it if if he would have confirmed it for us. Oh yeah, because we were both looking, and I was like, yeah. I was looking. I didn't even want to look no more. I was like, I just don't. It's, it's not there. Like, yeah. but through prayer is how we knew that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not because we'd still be looking if we're not praying and asking God and trusting Him to lead us in our desires to be within His will. And that was the portion of prayer where we wasn't doing none of the talking. Right. We were, that's the prayer. That's the important part where you get mm-hmm. the instruction from God. Yeah. Um, there was another time, this is before we had, um, honor our son or Hunter, our daughter. And, um, it was in a, um, moment of miscarriage. So I was miscarrying and, um, you know, the kind of faith I have, like, I, regardless of miscarriages, I believe if God said it is happening. So regardless of bleeding or anything else, like it don't matter if God says I'm having a baby, I'm having a baby. So I was just praying while I was miscarrying. So I'm going through the process of this and I'm, and I hear God dropping my spirit you won't, and I can't give you the exact words that he said, but it was in the family of, um, no more miscarriage, no more ectopic pregnancies, be fruitful. Like I'm going to have a baby. I will not have any more of these miscarriages. And I was like, Oh my gosh, in the midst of me having a miscarriage. And so I was like, well, then I'm going to be having a baby. My misunderstanding. I thought that meant that regardless of how the situation looks, this will come to pass. Well, the miscarriage completed and, um, I didn't have a baby that time, but then I had gotten pregnant again and I had the baby right after. And so I was feeling so discouraged and I was like, man, I really miss God. Like I heard him say that, but it didn't come to pass. And I remember we went over, um, one of the churches that was, um, planning on coming out here to Las Vegas was, um, having a gathering at a friend's home. And so, um, I was telling them, uh, you know, what happened and they were like, no, you heard God, 
you heard God. And one of the girls there said, um, and I remember who it was, but I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Um, but I know her like Insta. She said, I see you with a boy and a girl close in age. Mm-hmm. And um, they were just saying like, you didn't miss God. He didn't like he spoke and you heard him. Like, don't think that you didn't hear him, which I did hear him. But my timing was off. Mm-hmm. Not God's timing. He didn't share his timing. He told me something that wouldn't happen again. And it didn't happen again. But in the moment, it was already happening. But after that um, event and when he spoke to me, it didn't happen again. And I think God is so faithful and mm-hmm. he's so honest and real. and He just keeps it real with us, right? But we don't always understand what he's saying, like as far as timing or how it's going to work out or how something's going to come to pass. Or if he tells us something today, it doesn't mean that other things won't happen. It just means that it's going to happen as he said, it's going to happen. And it's just like, he's so amazing, but we really have to trust him and we have to pray. Mm -hmm. What if I didn't pray? I've just been like all sad and depressed and stuff over the situation, not knowing that he had something else in store. I mean, I had trust regardless. I knew I was having babies. Like I felt that he had dropped that in my spirit years before this before all the ectopic pregnancies we experienced, before all the miscarriages we experienced, like I already knew that I wouldn't, I believe God had dropped in my spirit through prayer that we wouldn't have to have to do in vitro. Some people do. That wasn't our lot in life. That wasn't what God had in store for us. And some people were offering to carry our baby for baby for us. They were like, um, you know, I'll carry for my mom had offered to carry the baby for us. And that's not what God had. And within me, I was like, so blessed that they offered to do those things. But I also knew within me that I was going to have babies naturally and I was going to birth them from my womb. And that's what he had for us. And that's what he revealed. And through prayer and me listening and hearing him and trusting him and believing his what he told me to be true, those things did come to pass. Mm -hmm. So sit back, pray, and then eventually the picture that God showed you will be the picture that you see. And there's things that he showed us. Um, that still haven't come to pass yet, but it doesn't mean they're not going to. If God said it's going to happen, if God gave you something that you're holding on to and you can't shake, mm-hmm. if God told you you're going to be pregnant and you're going to have babies that are going to be birthed from your womb, mm-hmm. then it's going to happen. It don't matter how old you are, no matter how it look, just mm-hmm. believe that God will make his plans come to pass. You just might be in the section. You know in the meantime. You know what I'm talking about. In the meantime? <laughs> oh, you know, we, we do these signals like people ain't going to be listening to us on Spotify. That's okay. They can, <laughs> always, go, they can always go on YouTube. <laughs> and even, okay, our hands are just moving around. So what? regardless if you're looking or not, uh, yeah, they're just moving around. That's just, we talk with our hands. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> I pray. don't know. Yeah, pray. Pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, we have to pray, guys. It's this world that we live in. Like, we need prayer. That's like for us. It's for others. It's for we just got to pray. Mm-hmm. God speaks. We need to listen. Our prayers should not just be request, request, request. I'd be praying for people a lot. I pray for my kids all the time. Sorry, guys. Um, And I pray for just all kinds of things. Um, And I pray for God to like touch me to not only pray for these things and to trust them completely because um, in other podcast episodes, I shared how I pray over my kids and um, how I need to trust God more by being more you know how when Jesus was praying and he wanted the cup to pass from him, like because he was about to die for all of our sins um, and they were going to come get him and he knew it was about to go down. And um, in the prayer, like he was praying so hard and so like, um, I don't know the word, but he was just pray- praying so much and so hard 
that he was like sweating blood and stuff like he wasn't playing with it and when it came down to it at the end of it it was like but not my will your will be done so even though I and I have to do that a lot even though this is what I'm requesting Lord not my will your will be done because I trust you and I know you know what's best and God knows what's best yeah so pray pray ask God for forgiveness you're never too far off Mm-hmm. All you have to do is give it to him. Sometimes I think, th- no, sometimes things happen in life and we think that we can't pray or God won't hear us. God will. We need to come to him and ask him to forgive us of our sins. Repent. That means to turn away from the things that we've been doing that we're not supposed to do because it's not in alignment with the word of God and ask for forgiveness and forgive and forgive others and forgive ourselves and trust that God will always come through. He's going to forgive us. He's going to cast our concerns and cares and worries and the messed up things that we've done in the sea of forgetfulness as we've turned from them and he will forgive us and he will hear our prayers. He will answer our prayers. And it's okay if God says no, because we want the doors to open that are for us and we want the doors to close that aren't. And if doors are opening that aren't for us, then they can end up badly. And if doors are that are for us are not opening, then how will we ever get through? So mm-hmm. what God has for us is for us. What God has for you is for you. And so you need to pray so that you can recognize that he has promises for you, that they're going to come to pass, even if they haven't already, and that he hears you, right? Amen. Yeah. So in order for us to be the best version of ourselves that we can possibly be, we have to have God with us to do so. If you don't know him, you need to get to know him. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He rose on the third day. He conquered death. It's, it's all for us, all for you, all for me. You are the Baptist coming out of you. I heard the Baptist coming out. Huh? <sighs> but anyway, early one Sunday morning. Huh? So no? yeah. Okay. <laughs> all power is there. But yeah, you have anything to add, boo? No, I think uh, this was a wonderful episode on prayer. In the name of Jesus. So guys, pray, pray for us. Yes, and we pray that you like, share, and subscribe. Uh, in the, the name of Jesus. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, yeah, all that. share, and subscribe. I guess we should say it sooner in the episode. Yeah. Like, share, and subscribe. We could put an intro. And... Put anyway, some words that's, up. We're going to figure it out because you know we're still learning, but we have to be obedient with what God gave us. He said, just this is our my year of action. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you had a word. That was mine. Action. Take action. And so there's things coming. There's things that we're going to announce that we're doing. And so just stay with us, guys. So. I don't know. You dancing. You got a question? I don't. You don't have a question for today? I do not. Okay. Well, maybe you'll have one next week. Perhaps. And. Gotta keep you on your toes. Okay, boo. So what are you working on? Let's just refresh it. What do you mean? So for next week, what are you, your goals for next week? Working out is eating right. Five days a week. So Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. Exercising. So you starting on Monday? Tomorrow? Plan. Yes. Yes. that's, That's what I'm planning. Yeah. That's what you're doing? Yes. Can't okay. Do, can't do it if you don't plan it. Me too. I'm going to work out. Are you working out in the morning nah, after I work out? Oh, you got evening? Yeah. Okay. All right. It doesn't matter when you work out though, as long as it's done, right? Okay. Well, I mean, technically it's probably better to work out in the morning when you're on an empty stomach. Uh, because the, anyway, that's another story for the other day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Love and Honor. You guys stay blessed and have a wonderful week. Peace.